Hello, Emerging Writers. Welcome. My name is Stephanie, and I'm joined by my sister, Jordan. Hello. As you've probably heard in the last episode, our trio's down to two. Due to the abrupt change, uh, we'll be taking the opportunity to break off from the genre format we've been doing for not very long, um, just so that we can figure out the logistics of two of us talking instead of three people, especially two people who are shy and introverts. <laughs> we lost our extrovert, so... Yeah. Uh, we've been wanting to throw this episode in somewhere for a while anyway, though, so today we're going to be talking about audiobooks. Jordan, do you want to get us started since you've listened to way more of them than me? Yeah, like 50 million of them. <laughs> I would. So with platforms like Audible on the rise, I think audiobooks have risen a lot in popularity, and so the production has risen a lot in recent years. I've been listening to them for several months because I love books and I consume stories like crazy, but it was really giving me a lot of eye strain and headaches. So I tried to find a different format so I could still enjoy stories without looking at my phone all day or all night and still read. And so I got some from the library and I really enjoyed them. So I did a free trial of Audible Escape because I love some romance and that was really fun. So I went full crazy and bought an Audible subscription. And so now I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Maybe I'm an ignoramus. What's the relation between Audible Escape oh, and romance. So Audible Escape is like a package that Audible has where it's unlimited listens of romance books that are included in the package. Oh, interesting. So, you know, with the normal one, you can get like credits or whatever, but you don't have to have credits for Audible Escape. You can listen to as many books as you want in the package, and there's a lot. So I'd never heard of that before. Yeah, okay. it's great. It's really nice. I also tie it in with like Kindle Unlimited has some books that have audio. So I get my books from everywhere and it's uh, becoming a little bit of a problem because <laughs> I have no chill, but hey, I have no eye strain anymore, so it's okay. <laughs> Which is one of the nice things about listening to audiobooks. Yeah, I think a lot of people get a lot of eye or neck strain from using their computers or looking at books or reading Sitting on their really phone. weird while they read, which that's our bad. <laughs> yes. It's hard to keep good posture when you're reading a book because you're focusing so hard on the story. You're not really focusing on your body and staying in good posture. Mm-hmm. And then you're sitting there for hours reading and so you get kind of uncomfortable. So you have to try something else and then that position probably isn't as good for you. And Yeah. You wedge yourself into a weird pretzel and then Time goes by and it's been several hours and you're like, oh, ouch. I can't move. <laughs> yeah. Everything is stiff. Yeah, I was really struggling with that. So, Or you sat on uh, your leg and you didn't realize that it was asleep and you got up to go to the bathroom and then you face planted. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know about that. That's just uh, random. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, you're sounding awfully defensive. For someone who's never done that before. I'm just saying that that could happen to someone. <laughs> it's a potential situation that could arise. Just as like a warning for people, you know, in the world of hypotheticals, that could happen to you. <laughs> so don't sit on your leg when you're reading a book. Yeah, so just be mindful. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't drink while you're reading also, just to cut down the chances of you getting up to pee. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like alcohol. <laughs> don't drink alcohol when you read. You don't never drink know. and read, kids. <laughs> it's the same as drinking and driving. <laughs> don't read impaired. <laughs> you know, as an aside, totally has nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> So the big thing, obviously, is texting and driving because way too many people are doing it. Mm -hmm. But people also act like it's only a texting thing, like this young generation and their texting. Um, I will have you know that I have been more tempted to try and glance at my book while I'm reading <laughs> than I have by texting. Also a bad idea. And don't worry, I didn't do it. <laughs> but I did look over and think about it. Thus, the pro of audiobooks, because you can just turn it on and listen to your story in the car and you don't even have to stop. <laughs> That's what I do. I literally listen all the time when I am not having to listen to my kids. Like, I'll listen while I'm driving, cooking in the kitchen, grocery shopping. It's really fun when I'm grocery shopping because then I don't feel like I have to talk to people because I have headphones in <laughs> and they don't come up and try to talk to me. My husband uh, has... I've recently gotten him into audiobooks too, and he started listening while he drives to work or while he's exercising at the gym instead of making me talk to him on the phone. Which is a blessing. A blessing. <laughs> because I can always hear the gym music way more than I can hear him, and also people clanking their weights around, which is not the funnest thing to hear. And also neither of us like talking on the phone. No. I'm like, you save it for the car. I will talk to you while you're driving, not in the gym. Gym time is for you to listen to your book. <laughs> but that's a really good thing about the audiobooks because you can do other things. You can't really do anything else while you're reading a book because you have to have both hands on the book and your eyes on the book to focus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a singular activity. You can't multitask while you're doing it. No, and you can't exactly multitask with everything doing an audiobook like it's hard to talk and listen to an audiobook or you can't really read other things. I can't work on like writing or anything while I listen to a book, but well your brain doesn't multitask in that way. If it's already engaging your like language areas, mm -hmm. then you won't be able to then do something also at the same time that's engaging all of those language parts. Yeah. It's got to choose. Either you're not paying attention to your book or you're not paying attention to your writing or like you can't write. Yeah. But for those other times where I could be filling the space with other noise, it's nice. Gets me through my stories that I feel like I need to listen to because there's too many out there and I need to consume them all. <laughs> I'm, it's like Pokemon, but with books for me. <laughs> Speaking of Pokemon, but with books, that's one of the things I don't like about audiobooks is I want to just collect all of the paper copies. I also don't like digital download games. Mm. I want the physical copy of things. Maybe I'm a hoarder. <laughs> that could be. Not that you're a that hoarder. That I'm a hoarder? Maybe. I'm mean, not supposed to say it to my face like that. Oh, uh, Stephanie, you're not a hoarder. No. Thank you. Not at all. You have no problem <laughs> hoarding things. No problems no. at all, ever, in None. life. You're perfect. You are a wonderful human being, and nothing is ever wrong. <laughs> Good. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Just speak in the truth. Thank you. <laughs> I think, yeah, I kind of like books, but we've been through enough moves that my book boxes are always the biggest, heaviest, most awful boxes to move. So 
I try to limit myself because I already have a huge box full of books and then I have my entire headboard is like a big shelf thing and it's covered with books and I know I'm going to have to start a second book box and Brandon has a whole closet shelf full of textbooks we're going to have to eventually move plus some more I found in places so we're going to spend half a day just moving books. Yeah, we might. Because then there's also going to be me if we end up you, doing the books. house thing together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someday when we live together, we'll literally have to have a library for all of our books. Look, it's a life goal of mine, so I'm not upset about this. Yes. I'm not either. But we're going to have to learn how to build some good shelves. That's fine. We have resources for that. Truth. Another thing I really like about the audiobooks is that I've learned how to pronounce a lot of words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That I didn't know, that I, like, I'd never heard out loud, that I'd only learned through reading, which was something I discovered in a weird uh, rant that I went on, <laughs> <laughs> thinking that the word tousled was mispronounced because I'd never heard it. And I was thinking it was something like tousled or tussled. And so I went on a rant about it to the girls and they were like, no, actually it is. So I looked it up and I was like, Oh, <laughs> I guess I've never heard this word, but like, I still... It's a weird word to begin with, and mm-hmm. we also just don't use it ever. Yeah, it's such a weird specific word. <laughs> I have never once in my life heard a person just say it. Yeah. I've only ever read it. It's one of those, like, story words. When people mispronounce it as tussled, I'm like, yeah, you're my kind of person. <laughs> but it doesn't look like it should be tussled. <laughs> Uh, all all of the possible ways that you can think to pronounce it all sounds stupid anyway, so yeah. whatever. Yeah. The one I heard was a very clearly tousled, and I was like, well, that's a weird way to what? say it. Yeah. So it was a mispronunciation, but I was also Tousled. pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> but it's expanded a lot of my words that I've learned and can use hearing them pronounced by people. The weird ways that people say things sometimes is going to be one of the drawbacks to it. You have to – because you're stuck with that person and the way that they speak the whole time. And sometimes you're not necessarily going to prefer the way that some people speak. And that can make it difficult to impossible to get through a story that you otherwise would like. That is true. Narration really can make or break a story. If narration is bad, whether it's because somebody male can't do female voices or female can't do male voices or they have an unnatural cadence or something or they routinely mispronounce words, it's enough to take you out of a story. Or if you really just don't like their voice, you can't listen to 8 to 20 hours of them reading a story Mm -hmm. because, you know. Audiobook format is longer than it takes to read a book on your own if you're a fast reader like I think we both are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can take like three to four times longer to listen to someone read out loud because it's slower to read out loud. Mm-hmm. Your brain can process the words so much faster in, in your head because it's not like reading the full word. It's yeah, taking context skim. and like just parts of the word and then it's like, ah, this one. Yeah. So you can read and a word in a fraction of a second, but pronouncing it out loud, you have to look at the word. Your brain has to process it. It has to send the signal to your mouth and then your stupid mouth has to word it. (laughs) Yeah. So there's definitely like pros and cons to it. Another thing that I think is hard about audiobooks is that you can't really tune out. 
you know, you can pause reading a book or start thinking about something else and then come back to the spot you're at and say, oh, okay. But if you tune out of an audiobook, it just continues it's still going. going. <laughs> and then you may be like two or three minutes later, like, oh no, what's happening right now? I have to figure out where I was at. And there's not really a super easy way to get back to the point. You have to just kind of slowly back up. It's not like you can just look and remember what page you were on. You just have to rewind it. Mm -hmm. It's hard. And while this is probably a rare thing that can happen during those times, if you end up zoning out long enough and spoil yourself on a park, you're like, wait, what? Oh, I've done that. And I'm like, wait a second. What did I miss? Oh, no. I've had to go back like, oh. I wish I hadn't done that because I missed the build up to this big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Something I found that kind of helps with the irritation of that is that Audible has a thing called Whisper Sync, where if you have a copy of the book like through Amazon, it'll link up with it. And So much better. I yeah. like that idea so much better. You can jump back and forth between the two and it'll like jump to wherever the last heard or last read place was. So that's kind of nice. I do that sometimes, like, if it's a part I don't really care about hearing the person read, I'll start reading and just get through the portion until the next part I'd really like to hear them reading. Or just, you know, if I'm having trouble focusing or not understanding what's happening or who's talking, I can go look and see what I'm missing. I really like that, too, because I'm such a visual person. Listening to audio stuff, a lot of times my brain will zone out or it'll suddenly decide it doesn't understand what words are. <laughs> so if I can read it, then I can keep track of everything. Like I'm that annoying person who always puts subtitles on when I'm watching oh, stuff too. because sometimes I can't understand certain people or my brain just doesn't want to focus in on what's being said. Mm -hmm. So I reading along is really helpful for me. Yeah, I think... With audiobooks, it's not quite as immersive as reading a story. I don't imagine things as well as when I'm reading a mm. physical paper book. Mm -hmm. um, like some imagination obviously still goes into it, but it doesn't quite pull me in the same way that physical books do or reading words. I have found what kind of circumvents that is sometimes I'm a sleepy person. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. So sometimes I'll just lay down with the audiobook going. And when, with my eyes closed, I'll start envisioning what's going on. Hmm. Yeah, when I listen at night before I go to sleep, I get a lot better visual than if I'm shopping or something or doing another activity and listening at the same time. I don't miss much when I'm laying down with my eyes closed listening. Yeah, I think overall, I feel like I still prefer hard books. Like audiobooks definitely have their place and I've listened to a few or like tried to dabble with some so that I could do um like sometimes I'll do painting or art. It's really nice to have sound going on when I'm home alone and that sort of stuff is nice background noise if it's not a story I am invested in enough to want to be paying attention a lot to. Mm -hmm. But I can give more of my attention or I have to give more of my attention to a paper book so I can really invest in the story and kind of just let it take over in that span of time that I'm giving it. Yeah. But I also don't have to juggle the same sort of things that you do. Yeah. I think for someone who's busy and who's got a lot going on at all times and kids, it's, I just really don't have the time to sit down and read as much as I want without neglecting my duties mm -hmm. <laughs> and tuning out my kids and not paying attention to them or 
cutting too much into dinner time because I feel like finishing a book instead of cooking. So I think, yeah, for me, I definitely prefer audiobooks for the most part. It's definitely been the medium I've been using most often. And I've even started doing where an author will give me an audiobook and then I'll review it. That's something I've started doing recently and that's been pretty fun. It's expanded my palette of books a bit. <laughs> so there's a lot you can do with them if that's what you're into and if it works into your lifestyle. But what do you guys think? Do you prefer listening to audiobooks or are you like me and prefer to have that physical copy for everything? Let us know on our Facebook group, Writers Emerging, or follow us on Tumblr, Instagram, and Twitter. Links, as always, are in the description. But we look forward to seeing you guys next week as we talk about some more specific examples for audiobooks that we've listened to, as well as the narrators reading them.